Welcome to Chalk Dust. I am Sarah. This is a space created for teachers to connect, share, and empower. Today we have with us teacher Walters. Welcome to the space. Thank you very much for having me on your platform. Okay. What is your essence, teacher Walters? I would say my essence is order. I like to have things in a neat fashion. It helps me to function better and it, it gives me the opportunity to see things where they are and get them done in time and in a very fashionable way. Yes, I like that as well. You have left the classroom and have taken on a new role, right? Can you say how this shift has been for you and do you miss um, in the classroom? Well, um, as you know, I am the remedial teacher. Mm -hmm. And most times people think that being a remedial teacher takes you out of the classroom. But it's not necessarily that you're out of the classroom. You're out of a whole class teaching. But you do small groups. So you still have a classroom, Mm -hmm. but with less students. Um, Do I miss the classroom? I would say no, because mm-hmm. I still have the opportunity to work with students, but on a more personal way, and I enjoy that than having a large classroom setting. Wow. Yeah, that's true. You can get to do so much yes. more in a small yes. group. Yeah. How was teaching for you when we had to make the switch online? Um, for me, I would say online teaching showed up the the. the diverse ways in which students learn yes um during the online learning i realized that some of my students preferred working away from the classroom in their Mm -hmm. own space Mm -hmm. than around students they perform better and some students struggle because they needed that personal touch teacher Mm -hmm. right there saying you're doing well so Mm -hmm. that is one of the um advantages and disadvantages of the online platform it's Mm -hmm. just that you have to learn to maneuver and get everyone involved regardless of who is performing or not performing on the platform yeah that that's that could be a challenge yes it it was a challenge and it also showed up Mm -hmm. um parents Mm -hmm. you know having to be a teacher Mm -hmm. because sometimes they look at us and like why you tell my child this is wrong and Mm -hmm. then you see them on zoom yes um, disciplining their child the same way you would do it, but they would scold you for doing that, <laughs> but they, they were doing it, right? Exactly. And it was a bit hilarious, yeah. you know, but it's just that it, it gave them the opportunity to see what we actually experience in the classroom. Exactly. So that was really <laughs> an experience for me. Yes, exactly. Okay. So name one or two of the greatest need that students lack within the classroom. In the classroom, I would say students lack experience. Mm-hmm. Um, most of the times when they have to create pieces like writing, they don't have experiences or things to look back on to actually put their thoughts onto paper. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes you may ask them, do you know what it means to go here or there? And they've never experienced it, so yeah. they can't they can't actually relate to the experience Mm -hmm. and another thing i would say that they lack is time Mm -hmm. um most of the students if you actually give them time to sit and 
think about what they would like to do on a test or anything yes. they can actually do it but under That's the true. pressure mm-hmm. of the the word and examination they mm-hmm. panic yeah but i see here within my space with the students when you give them the time to reflect to mm-hmm. think to work it through they actually give you the answers yeah that's true it's funny that you that you said that because i also have this experience with for example i asked a question in the class and as the students i realized that they don't have enough time to answer the question yeah. but if you increase the wait time yes. you will get an answer and sometimes I think they feel pressured with the amount of time that they're given to answer the question. So that like is everything true. is rushed. Mm-hmm. Are there ways that parents can get involved in their child's learning while at home? Of course, there are many ways. Mm-hmm. I would say for one, mm-hmm. parents can become involved by showing a true interest in what the child is doing mm-hmm. at school. Mm-hmm. Sometimes parents may say, go do your homework, mm-hmm. but they are not even aware as to what the homework is. Yeah. If you can just ask the child, what is this topic? What did you learn? Mm-hmm. Because I know that some may not understand the concepts mm-hmm. that are being taught in the classroom, mm-hmm. but if you ask your child to tell it to you mm-hmm. it al- it allows the child mm-hmm. to go back in their mind to remember what was taught in class and yes. it helps them mm-hmm. to to um build on the concept and if the parents do this mm-hmm. they would then realize that the child is more interested in their work because they are seeing that oh mommy is happy with what i'm doing and you know that that sort of thing so parents Mm -hmm. can become involved Mm -hmm. if they show a true interest in Mm -hmm. what the child is doing at home that's true that's i believe you can you share some words to of inspirations with teachers to motivate them on this journey um I know 5, 10, 15 years ago, <laughs> mm-hmm. when we would have started our course on teaching, mm-hmm. we were enthusiastic about teaching. Mm-hmm. And that has changed. Mm-hmm. And what has changed is that the classroom has changed. The way students learn, mm-hmm. that has changed. Yes. And what we have to do as educators, I would say, we have to go back in our minds to remember what brought us into the yes. profession continue to remind ourselves Mm -hmm. why we are here Mm -hmm. see ourselves as important Mm -hmm. because sometimes we tend to think that we are not making an impact anymore right um i would tell any teacher find what you love Mm -hmm. and work at it always remember that you're not you're not replaceable right and if we we continue to remind ourselves this we would always have that passion to want to come to work Mm -hmm. and i think this is one of the important things we have to continue Mm -hmm. reminding ourselves on a daily basis yes so powerful words what would you say has been your greatest reward in teaching thus far my greatest reward in teaching i could tell you it's not the salary (laughs) but But I can tell you, it is really seeing growth in my students. Mm-hmm. When you have someone that comes to your class and leave in two weeks or three weeks, mm-hmm. a year or five years, and you see that they remembered mm-hmm. something, mm-hmm. that really stirs up a happiness in my heart that cannot be yes. explained. Wow. The growth. Sometimes I see students from when I was teaching back home, mm-hmm. working in banks and yes. all these things, and you feel like, Joy. yes, mm-hmm. it, it really went somewhere. Yes. That is my greatest reward. Wow. 
Good. Finish the sentence. Teachers are? Teachers are humans too. Wow. A lot of people think we are superheroes. <laughs> <laughs> but yes. um, we don't work magic. No. Right? And I would say teachers cry. Mm-hmm. Teachers have meltdowns. Yeah. Um, we get tired. Mm-hmm. And sometimes people watching from a distance mm-hmm. think that we have the ability to mm-hmm. do everything yes, and, and create these miracles mm-hmm. in their students. But we are not. We no. are just working with the same strength mm-hmm. that our parents, mm-hmm. our management give mm-hmm. us and what the students give us. Yes. We are humans mm-hmm. too. Of course. Well said. At this part in our segment, we call this the TTT, Teachers Tips and Tricks. So can you share one or two tips and tricks to the teachers? My tips and tricks, I would say, make YouTube <laughs> and Google your friend. Yes. Um, I would say that because there are concepts that we did mm-hmm. in college long ago, yes. but they changed the terminology of uh-huh. it, and we have to stay updated with what is, is present mm-hmm. now. Right, so I would say the tips and tricks make Google and YouTube your friend and stay up to date with what is happening in our world around us. Wow, very good tips. They're my friends. <laughs> Scenario of the day. Okay, so a parent attacks you at the gate okay. and asks, How is it that their child receives a 45% in this subject? And at home, they do so well. How would you handle this? A parent meets me at the gate and asks me a question like this. It's it's a common question. Mm-hmm. First of all, I would explain to the parent that what is being done at home is not exactly the same thing being done at class. Mm-hmm. And the child, if the child is doing something at home, they need to replicate the same thing in the classroom. Mm-hmm. And usually there's a difference. Mm-hmm. The child may be answering all the work at home and when they reach the class they may become shy and if you do not do that on paper then there's not really a score if you're not even answering me orally there's not a score and um, sometimes parents probe the students a, a, a little more than what you will do in a classroom so they might ask the child spell bat B, B. Mm-hmm. you know the letter after a yeah. you know you you probe so <laughs> yes. much that the child has no way right. they, they must get the answer mm-hmm. but when you're in a classroom you're not doing all of those things so i would explain to the parent that mm-hmm. they have to work along with the same type of scaffolding that i would provide yes. at home so that they can see the same thing happening both at home and on school and on the paper exactly well said thank you for joining us today teacher sasha it was a delightful conversation so join us next time for a new conversation on chocolates and as you go out and get chalky today just know that you are making a difference in the life of a child subscribe to this podcast and share for more episodes be blessed